Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the NXT 2.0. Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also SmackDown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a quiz, of course, on Wrestle Coach, as I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT Dubai L and all the fallouts from War Games, Michael Hamlet. It's stacked. This NXT is stacked. Wildest prediction of the year, coming at the last. I think this 2.0 might do a number. They have promoted um, a series of things enough that though we're going to do the games because we enjoy them, mm-hmm. they are for a change an accoutrement rather than vital to getting through this podcast. Well done, NXT 2.0. I literally have had to hold back on my bullet points, mainly because I want to get this wrapped up so we can go on the Christmas party, but also because <laughs> there's just so much to look forward to on tonight's show. What's on it? <laughs> I was off on Monday morning, mm-hmm. so I was excused from uh, War Games coverage. Well, you've got effectively the NXT champion getting pinned by the number one contender. So there's the follow up to that. That's you've, a fallout. You've got, uh, yeah, you've got, um, you know, uh, toxic attraction being, being on the losing side. I but love also, how you're trying to avoid the bullet points. But also, you've got <laughs> Seal Cage match, Von Wagner versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly on, of course, what day is it today? Come Tuesday. <laughs> You've got the return of Dexter Loomis. Is he Come gonna, Tuesday. Is he going to go out? Come him? out of a 9.5 inch cock. <laughs> You've got Santos Escobar versus Zion I like you, Quinn. Dexter. You got cock. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn. MSK are finally going to meet the Shaman tonight. Uh, and is Johnny Gargano leaving WWE? He said he was going to have a tell-all I moment talk about that. on tonight's show. Hey, stuff in it. Stuff. Let's, let's talk about some of the, the fallout then, because you and I obviously reviewed War Games. That podcast is still available right now, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, but Hamlet, I assume more follow-up with Braun Breaker stamping his card and, and setting his setting himself up for maybe a New Year's Evil title shot, and the same for the, you know, Andy Rose and uh, and the rest of Toxic Attraction potentially defending their titles. Yeah, this is the more functional and the fun end of this podcast, and indeed looking ahead on NXT 2.0. I think there might be something else in Brunbreaker's near future, but a little bit more on that later on the podcast, because I think, yes, they're looking at this uh, Champa title rematch to be the one where Bron goes over. 
he didn't like under deliver to such an extent everybody lost faith in him in that singles match. But right as the bell rang, it was as if everybody felt, oh, this is an overreach. It's that Family Guy joke that we always go back to. Oh my God, we haven't learned any songs. <laughs> like they were holding the guitar, the drumsticks and the microphone, but they hadn't ever learned to play a song. Bron Breaker felt like he was in that position. But then immediately after that, all that aura has returned. So hopefully that curse won't strike a second time around. War Games felt like an enormous step in the right direction for that, at very least. He feels now like a made man to such an extent that there were conversations beyond NXT. There was discussion about, like, well, he's giant. He's the guy that Vincent Mann loves. The old NXT call-up system was doomed anyway. Maybe they'll just bring him up and he'll do well on the main roster. So I think he seems a lock to win the title, mm-hmm. but he is evil. It's not going to go as well for Cora Jade, but... I can't really hate their ambition in that match. We previewed this, and I was a little bit prescient when I said I thought that she would be in there from the start because she would be the way that you would tip the advantage back in the favour of the heels because of her inexperience. They didn't do that. They did a bit where one of them, or two of them beat down Dakota Kai. The spot, the Cedric, in case you didn't see it. The baby faces were two and one up because that's how wrestling should always work. Yes. They did two double suplexes on Dakota Kai, and then the clock's yes. counting down, and here comes Dakota Kai's heel partner to save her, maybe. Makes her unsafe. She reverses the third double suplex into a double DDT. And then the second huge heel, second Huge bap. Second heel arrives. It's two on two. Um, but Cora Jay's inexperience was played upon in the match. Of course, she injured herself. Io Shirai fixed it. They, that whole deal, that whole spot of Cora Jay getting injured, genuinely felt like to me that NXT might have had an ear to the ground and to this podcast that people know that these people are too inexperienced for these crazy, violent, chaotic matches. Let's play with that. Let's actually feed it into the narrative. She's not going to beat Manny Rose for the title, but they've come up with a reasonably succinct way of arriving at a decent match for that TV special. I also like the idea of potentially looking at the rest of it because I think Kaylee Ray is going to be a future challenger for, for Manny Rose. No, she's a proper title. wrestler. Yeah. No offense. So, look, by a process of elimination, not that I don't want to see Io Shirai back around the, the women's title picture again, I do like the idea of Zoe Stark going. What's this I hear about us getting a, a title <laughs> shot? We got there's a tag team title shot. Is that is that right? And she's like, yeah, 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 but not with you, Zoe, with Raquel Gonzalez, because I predict that angle is going to be the thing you've held on tightest to since Shayna Baszler at Elimination Chamber. Oh, like on, they are going to drop that cover. <laughs> God, have, I've never forgotten. You are remembering Zoe. I think they've already forgotten. To be honest, uh, Cedric as well. Watch if you didn't get the chance. Uh, Cora Jade's entrance because we finally had it. She really nearly stacked it oh, on that skateboard. Like this close at war games of all places. Like it's sort of... She'd she, been safer coming down the stairs after she came out of the fl- flipping... She sk- she does the little skate thing and then she's about to pick it up. The board stays still and she goes forward and you're thinking, here we go, here we go. Oh, and then she just writes herself and picks it up and everything's ah. fine. But it's coming, it's coming. Uh, in terms of the other title pictures, uh, Imperium to hold the tag titles forever? Precise Sidgwick. <laughs> I've been saying, right, for three friggin' or two friggin' years, Christ, Imperium are good workers, but they're not fit for television and they're really boring. I said three weeks ago in a match against, was it friggin' the Creed Brothers or someone? Fabian Aikner. It was because they were babyfaces and then heels in the post-match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was watching this match against the Creed Brothers and I'm thinking, Fabian Aikner rules. He rules in this match. And I've seen him rule before, but never to this degree. He's got their bit between his teeth, mm. to use a football pundit <laughs> analogy for some reason. Yeah, he rules. He was awesome in this match. I this this runs good. I saw a lot of gifts, which I never <laughs> see. I never smart, so, uh, yeah. a point. I never see any gifts on this. No one gives a toss about it. You know, Aikner rules. Um, singles run? Like yeah. Bartel's really good as well, mm. but like he's trying to prove a point, I think. 
Uh, speaking of things no one cares about, I'm not going to even ask you what's next for Roderick Strong. I assume it's Odyssey Jones. It's just, a, I mean, Odyssey Jones did a dark match on this show, for example, beating Andre Chase. I'm sure that was a real back and forth encounter. <laughs> They've done it as well, haven't they, already? But I feel like, yeah, they're gonna just going to go, oh, yeah. Actually, if you're, if you're willing to do that and get rid of the weight limit, let's just have this and then just get rid of the title, basically. Don't hate Joe Gacy's rubbish patter as a way into Odyssey Jones versus Roderick Strong. Mm. If they can replicate the magic of the 205 Live match, which ruled the NXT one they did was nowhere near as good, but just, I don't think a single soul, except the person who produced the gift that I watched, knows anything about the 205 Live match. <laughs> so I would love. Those two people have watched it, so let just the 600,000 old people to watch it and us. Somebody is responsible in Stamford, Connecticut for uploading 205 Live on YouTube. I would love that person to set up a burner account and admit whether or not they watched the show they're uploading yes. in front of their very eyes because they would be the only confirmed viewer of 205 Live <laughs> at this point. But I'd love to know if they even bother. Do you think they do it and then go on the dinner? Yes. <laughs> like That's the job they do before going on the lunch. What am I saying? Nobody in that building's allowed lunch like this. Um, <laughs> Triple H and Vince McMahon in filet mignon. <laughs> That's Eric Bischoff, a quote. And uh, I feel like as much as it was a punishment, Duke Bloody Hudson's still going to look great, hair or no hair. Mm, yes. I, like they'll, I think with him, they're going to do, you know, it's like, you know, poker players wear glasses sometimes to secure the look. I think he's going to add the, the hat, maybe Very the nice. visor or something like that. He's going to do whatever he can to put off the inevitable, which is what you do, actually. Like, we'll take the piss, but that's like hair stuff. They wear wigs and they hide because it's supposed to be this great shame that they've been shaved bald. So, of course, they would try and mm -hmm. sell that by... Avoiding it. Say what you will about NXT 2.0, but at least they can bloody do a hair versus hair stip. Mm. The hell are AEW doing? That's true, they did. Oh, of, yeah. Like a six-week angle and paid it off. A so Adam hair. Cole's feuding with Orange Cassidy now. They've dithered <laughs> with Cassidy versus Matt Hardy 3. <laughs> you made that sound like a broken Matt Hardy catchphrase. Dither! <laughs> Dither! <laughs> what are they doing? I have no idea. I, I think... Cool. Uh, Cassie's been programmed with Cole now, and everything that's coming out of Matt Hardy's Twitter is like, oh, big money Matt's over. Don't worry about it. I'm going to turn face. Or Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know this is the NXT podcast, but like, God bless Matt Hardy. It just hasn't worked mm. in AEW for him. Like, he was great in Stadium Stampede and on the go home. But like, after that, when he first went to uh, big money Matt, he was like, yeah, yeah. Made the change. I think it was felt that, you know, uh, Broken Matt character is a little bit too wacky for the sports-centric uh, AEW product. And, you know, he listened to the fans and uh, they weren't really into the character. So he shifted it to more realistic Big Matt, uh, Big Money Matt. Uh, one year later, everyone's dumping on Big Money Matt because it kind of sucks. And he's like, yeah, yeah. The fans aren't really connecting with Big Money Matt. <laughs> they want me to be real. I just team with the Young Bucks every three months in oh, like, yeah. and you can all wear matching Hardy gear and then do it again in three months' time. My credibility was damaged when uh, Hangman Page signed a contract literally behind my back in the same pub. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just sticking with the titles, finally, before we, we look ahead to some of the pre-advertised matches on tonight's show, Sage, we also saw the return of Dex Loomis, which got a surprisingly big pop from me when he slid out from under the wing to chase off the brilliant Trick Williams. It was sweet. Him and Gargano having that moment where he saved the day mm. was just... Oh, have they actually somehow developed an emotional response to this strange angle that Dexter could generate that? And I feel like he's... 200 performative Florida weirdos. That's true. Yeah. But I was genuinely... You babyface them when you made me realise they wear masks. I'd like you've mentioned it in the podcast. I was like, I'm gonna have to look at this again. They do. They all wear masks. All of them wear masks. They're the best behaved psychopaths in America. Yes. 
Um, but if, I don't know, maybe Dexter Loomis going after the North American Championship. I mean, Carmelo Hayes is, is brilliant, so if they could have a really good match, I feel. With Dexter Loomis? Yeah. Uh, no. How many times do you have to watch him work to realize he's <laughs> kind of a really great match? He's... He, Dexter Loomis and the stuff surrounding him sometimes pops me when he's like porking... Um, what's her face? Indy Hartwell <laughs> in a hotel room. But when he's actually like punching people and stuff. <laughs> 4,000 no, 4, Johnnies. I'm thinking more of him going after Paul Carmelo. Paul can I just say, is a deep cut rib at the expense of somebody on Twitter and let's just leave it at that. Yes. I would never use that word in real life because no one who's had sex actually does. <laughs> um, I feel like Trick Williams being scared of him would be, is still insane because I love Trick. I want more Trick Williams on Trick my Rules? Yeah, they're a great act. I think that's where we're being generous here. We've sort of done all this. We had the, was it Halloween Havoc? All yes, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Lame. Drove to the zombie house and that. We've kind of gone through all this, but I think we're all showing a bit of leeway because Hayes and Trick are, by a country mile, the best proper, we can review all this ironically, they're the best actual act on this show by a crazy distance at yeah. this point. Yeah, if you're going to sort of swoop in and cherry-pick people to go to the main roster... <laughs> if you imagine this was a legitimate... Like, if this was a good developmental that actually tried, it would be done. Braun Breaker, Fabian Eichner, <laughs> these two... Yes. But not for the reasons I would like. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Uh, Von Wagner and Carter <laughs> O'Reilly. I, I really helped that one in. And Carter O'Reilly inside a steel cage. Love this. We've got, uh, you know, two different about things. Ti- about time. We we've got two things to talk about because we've got the future of Johnny Gargano to get onto in a bit. And this is maybe the fork in the road between the two, I feel. But well, what do you reckon? Is this the, the send-off for, for Carter O'Reilly, jobbing him out to the rising star in a steel cage? <laughs> Three cage matches in as many days. In WWE TV. Like, what on earth? Four, technically. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this match because the second that it's finished, we get to see Kyle O'Reilly do stuff in AEW, which will be absolutely tremendous. Oh, um, he threw up an Undisputed Era um, sign as well. Excellent. After after Von Wagner tried to take his head off. Sensational. Three members of the Undisputed Era in AEW. Four cage matches. Five head, Von Wagner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say you're punching down, but Jesus Christ, he's tall enough. Like, I don't think he could. Get it. Um, he needs it, man. It's it's not, this, this could be good, and he needs it. This it? is the oddest thing, right? Because if he's going out of the door and he's being booked to do business on the way out, kill him twice. <laughs> Beat him down at the end of the match. Have him cut a baby face, fired a promo. Or is that? I'll have none of that in here. And then say, we'll do a cage match. It's not even my heart. <laughs> next week on two, <laughs> next week on two point <laughs> Von Wagner beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly says, I'll be having none of that. And then challenges him to a match and then beat him down again. Like, don't do the worst heel turn ever for the guy that is going to go over at the end of this. This might be devil's advocate. Is it, would it be fair to say you make Kyle O'Reilly not just look really hard in the tag match, but also really smart. And then Von Wagner beats the hard, smart guy. You've made Kyle O'Reilly one last time as together as he's looked in months. And then Von Wagner beats theoretically the best version of Kyle O'Reilly. You've got four years of great Kyle O'Reilly stuff. Undermined by 40 minutes of really boring stuff against Adam Cole. True, but how much is Von Wagner going to get out of it anyway? Oh, yeah, this is all... Moot. It's not going to yeah, get literally everywhere we sound this podcast. We are matter. We are trying, but we like are it's trying not gonna, to it's preview not gonna, 
in, in the way that wrestling is supposed to work, we say things like, Kylie Riley just misses on the way out, Von Wagner is elevated. In reality, nobody cares that Kylie Riley loses, and I, nobody cares that Von Wagner wins. The thing is, though, like, they had a chance to do something, dot, 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 by WWE standards with this Von Wagner turn, because we've said all along, he's weird. Hmm. Why, is he a baby face? Do I look stupid? He's <laughs> not a lot of crap. He's not Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adrian, let's go to the pet store. <laughs> we got one exercise left, Kyle. A couple of 12 ounce curls. <laughs> like he's. Jaded! We've always. You're cheated! <laughs> That's a bunch of crap! <laughs> right. We've said all along this guy is weird. There are two characters. In NXT, that it's been heavily alluded have killed people, right? <laughs> <laughs> they are Tony D'Angelo. Oh, we'll get to his predictor. Don't you worry. Yeah, Tony D'Angelo and Dexter Loomis. Von Wagner has got significantly more serial killer energy than either <laughs> of them. He does. So we've said all along, right, he's, why are they going with him as a babyface? As it transpires, he's going to be the heel. On day one of the heel turn... He gets his ass handed to him. Like, did he kind of do anything? It's quite whoopa. It's a long road back. It is. He's not. Like, he's not gonna. He's not gonna get over or not get over. He's just gonna win matches. He, he wins. Be. He wins here. He goes on a tear. At some point, he gets a title shot against Bron Breaker. Yeah. Probably. Like all of these things are happening. But will he be over at the end of it? He like, should be the serial killer. Mm. He's tall. He'll be in the rumble. Which part do you like to keep of your victims? The heart. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Hamlet. Uh, tonight. What's your murder weapon of choice? A couple of twelve-ounce girls. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hamlet tonight, finally, MSK meets, well, the Shaman. Come on, I'm the one who guessed it before Reddit. He did get it first, Cedric did get this first. It's going to be Rob Van Dam. Cedric had an advantage. We know what he got up to in university that I didn't. 
he spotted the clues. <laughs> I didn't see these until the very last one. I didn't know what the references were. I'd never seen Dude Where's My Car. <laughs> I just thought they'd left the heating on and that was where all the smoke came from. Yeah, Rob Van Damme's coming to NXT tonight. That's going to be fucking weird. I like stuff like this. amazing. I think this might be the best NXT ever. Wilborn, I know you did, Cedric, because we probably all got content out of it. Did you see Rob Van Damme's last impact run? I saw the bits that people were sharing. We got some thumbnails out of that. There yeah. was some chaotic sexual energy about it. And does that not define NXT 2.0 better than most lady things? friend called? Katie Forbes. Katie Forbes. That's it, the one. One of, he's got two partners? One partner and, I don't know, there was at least three yes. of them in his hot tub at all times in that Van Damme whipped cream era of impact where they got thrown off Twitch. <laughs> yes, off I Twitch. remember that. Um sort of here for it, you know. Um, look, I know that once a week, once a week in your job, Wilborn, you get extremely earnest about the plight of the grizzled young vets. Oh. But it they, was... Uh, they uh, tricked a delivery driver <laughs> to get free food on War Games. Again? They've already done that one? Nah, not the food. They've tricked a lot of other people, but they uh, fooled an Uber driver, so they took their... They got the delivery. Oh, the bloody hurt my ankle. Yeah, they've, done that, you. they've literally done that. was the first skid. Was that the first one? Because it's got some scran. Scran. In which case, they replayed, yeah, they replayed the it. skit. Um, How am I remembering any of this? It, well, this is it, right? That one earnest love you got for the Grizzly Young Vets is the last thing that you need to eradicate to fully enjoy this show. <sighs> By enjoying nothing earnestly... There's quite a lot to like, ironically. And Rob Van Dam, and initially as a shaman like figure, will be a manager type figure with MSK. Bruce is running the show. He's gonna work. Like Bruce Pritchard booked Rob Van Dam once upon a time. He's gonna book him again. I expect Rob Van Dam to wrestle absolute latest, whatever the WrestleMania weekend shows. Like, if not in a six man match. Walter. Fine. Great. Wait. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like Rob Van Dam is uh, I don't know. Moving the tone, but um, he's just done a documentary where it was meant to cover his, uh, it was meant to chronicle his um, stand-up comedy career. Oh, right. And it turns out that he thinks he's got CTE. Oh, oh. God. And he had a match in an indie with um, someone, I think it was Matt Hardy and someone, something. And he like, couldn't remember his spots and stuff. Oh, bollocks. Oh. Still, though, we'd like to see him looking after MSK because MSK deserves so much better. And if he can be the springboard to get him back into that title picture. I love the idea that this team need looking after by... Like, Robin Dam's great, but one of the few acts that got over yeah. in that grim we, we, world. We, we said, oh, well, they're doing this revamp of uh, NXT. They'll be, <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be champs. I think probably they're going to hold the championships as long as that of everyone who's holding yeah. the championships right now. What if it isn't Rob Van Dam? Ooh. What if these have all been red herrings, right? Green ones. And it is... <laughs> and it's the one surviving member of Chronic. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Brian Clark, who is Clark, legitimately a monster. And if you think Billy Gunn looks big in AEW, Brian Clark's head will scrape the ceiling of the NXT 2.0 arena. Timestamp. Put the fucking belt on Adam Bomb. <laughs> He's got the colours and everything. Uh, He's got what? <laughs> this is your thing. <laughs> Remember his mushroom pyro? Like, dude, we literally didn't have pots to piss in at Titan Tower. It's like, get out and bomb a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's one of those absolute action figure first, grappler second. 
I love Adam Bomb, and the only reason I don't talk about it more is because the guy I love more is the reason why Adam Bomb wasn't a success. <laughs> it's like, whoa, Adam Bomb! Oh, Kevin Nash, do Adam Bomb! <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of things to talk about, then we get to get, get to the games. Okay? Yeah. Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I honestly. don't really care. It's Zion, Zion Quinn's romancing... Sex, got it. sex stuff. She's yeah. Like, that's, that's her business. But it's nothing to do with the match she said at War Games. It's nothing to do with the... Like Electra Lopez's personal life is putting sound effects on stage. You got a soundboard? Yeah. Egg. <laughs> I um he's gonna win. Zion Quinn's gonna win. Um Electra Lopez is gonna sort of flutter her eyelashes a little bit at these nuts. <laughs> I am nowhere near the soundboard. I can't control the buttons. It's like uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it. Final, right, final question. We'll get to the games then, Sige. Uh, is Johnny Gargano leaving WWE, do you reckon? Well, I did before I watched freaking War Games or, you know, saw the discourse around it in a few MP4s. Um, he signed a 10-day extension to do business. Yes. Right? Akin to sort of Adam Cole's handshake deal, I suppose. Um, I thought he was out the door. Me too. Absolutely. Until I watched all of this. It's been one hell of a run. Carney alert. Just went... Bah, bah, bah. So I'm thinking... Sounds like the start of Rebel Heart. Yeah. Anyway, I'm off track now. One of two things has happened here. Uh, one, they've convinced him to sign. Come on, you old Sean. Sean, think if you left. Think about Sean. He's like, I'm starting to like the Sean. I've started like. Don't want him to lose his smile. <laughs> he's like, I've been trying to do his rubbish for the past three years. So yeah, for Sean, I'll stay or whatever. He's been convinced you're the heart of this bloody brand. You can be NXT. You can take over from Bruce. And they are trying to do some kind of corny thing where it's like, right, see you later, and it's like. Von Wagner. Someone someone suggested on the news today it would be akin to Mark Henry's retirement speech but the baby maybe face without the heel team. Where someone, a uh, heel in the storyline, beats him down so badly and ruins his moment so much that he can't possibly leave this behind. He's got to restore the honour of NXT. Or they are going to go full on. Oh, in Grayson the whole, Wall is the perfect bell end to come out of that. They're going to fictionalise or they're going to, like, Fiction and reality. The reality is that he's actually leaving. Everyone kind of knows this and knew it. Um, with the idea being that everyone knows that Cat's been out the bag for a while. Um, Gargano's got way more of a sentimental connection to NXT than Kyle O'Reilly or even Adam Cole. Um, given just because he the, the crack is he embodies it. Adam Cole came in as an import star from ROH was pushed straight away in the main event picture. Johnny Gargano, they are going to pretend. It was an NXT project who came good and stole every takeover. So they're thinking, if he's the heart and soul of this, let's get heat by building him up as the heart and soul of this one more time, and then Von Wagner or somebody can beat him up, and it's like, how bad is this person? He got rid of the heart and soul of what NXT 1.0 was. <laughs> but my prevailing feeling was, look, if they've worked me, you know what, I'm, I think they're double bluffing. I've decided, I've talked myself into this double bluff. I don't want to be worked by them going, it's been a hell of a run. I think they are double bluffing and they're going to get the heat on the heel and he actually is going. See, I was screaming, don't work me, Johnny, <laughs> on Sunday. I'd regrettably 
I think the former. I think he's staying. I, I wish he would go to AEW. I would. Um, we could hypothetically in the office go to the entire AEW roster, and I think Johnny Gargano is more valuable than probably about 40 percent of them. But I think you know there are personal lives to consider. There is his wife's existing contract with yeah. NXT, which you assume is either on pause or up for question or however this works when um, wrestlers go on, well, it's not maternity leave yet, I guess, but I guess in wrestling terms it is. Um, they're about to have a baby. They can probably offer him just about... So when Adam Cole, all Keith Lee manager jokes aside, was probably offered a fairly sweet financial deal along with those terms, maybe Johnny Gargano has been offered the same sweet financial deal but the terms that suit him. So that kind of write off that beat down. I could see it being Von Wagner, beat up Kyle O'Reilly, and then Johnny Gargano's doing one of them ambiguous... Imagine putting your, all your eggs in that basket. It's uh, <laughs> the cum basket. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a weird guy to go with, but you could see the um, ambiguity of the promo being like, as I said to you guys on Sunday, it's always meant a lot coming here, but, but before he can finish it, then he gets decked. And what that allows is in real life, what, six months? As long as he wants off with his new baby and his wife... She can come back, he can come back, and then the wrestling can always be with a view to transitioning a coach stuff. I think you're both right. I don't think Johnny Gargano's... Can't both be right. No, in terms of the attack, but I think he's going to... I think he's, don't think he's going to gar, gar, go to uh, AEW. I think he's going to stick around in WWE. But the, <laughs> the thing you've got wrong is who attacks him. I think he's going to be interrupted by one person and attacked by another... They're associated with each other. Joe Gacy's going to interrupt him, and Harland is going to wreck him because he didn't get his fists flying on Sunday because he couldn't attack a woman other than when Joe Gacy was about to fight a woman. What, but, you know. what um, sensibility that Bruce Pritchard doesn't understand will Gargano offend in order to bring out Joe Gacy? Uh, he's um, enforcing uh, gender stereotypes by getting his wife pregnant. <laughs> I mean, it checks out with Bruce and Johnny. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Shall we play the games? Because he's got to bleep and do a podcast. I'm going to leave it in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got some stuff to do before we uh, not before much. We head out. Let's play the. Uh, <laughs> let's play the. So we play Zeitgeist Heist first. Zeitgeist Heist. Now, normally you and I are on the same page with this, so I might as well let you go first. Well, I kind of phoned in Zeitgeist Heist today because <laughs> I had uh, one eye on the Christmas party. I went on the trending tab and I was like, it was all very British based. I don't yeah. know how I like search for the young stuff. And it was like, you know, the Tories can have a Christmas party. I don't think Lash Legend can spend anything from that. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't got the notes yet. I was going to do a slow reveal for the pub. The Matrix? <laughs> I mean, they've just released the trailer. So maybe like some really odd going on can go on tonight. And Wade Barrett goes, like, the bloody Matrix in here. I don't know what's real and what isn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going to replace Beth Phoenix. That's a good point. I haven't thought about that. We'll find that tonight. Yeah. yeah no. Should be a bullet coin. Bullet coin? Bullet. No, no bullet more of that coin. for you. <laughs> bullet coin for life. Um, mine is related, as it almost never is, to NXT itself. It's what does Cedric say in this podcast several times? watching MP4s and tweets about war games. Johnny Gargano has been the talking point, hasn't he? Where's ah. Johnny Gargano going to go? Lash Legend is going to open the show. I know what everybody's here to see. Like, Lashing out with Lash Legend is going to get the story. We want to hear from the... We want to know about the future of the biggest star in NXT. And it's going to be... When did you... Because she was asleep in her pyjamas last week, and she's not going to turn up for Lashing Out because she's still going to be asleep backstage. <laughs> yeah. 
I forgot about the sleeping person backstage. They're going to tee up the Gargano announcement through a lashing out with Last Legend, but she's going to be empty chaired by Wendy Chu, who is still kipping backstage. So odd. So odd. <laughs> One of these days, I will not use uh, Lash Legend for my Zeitgeist. <laughs> she's not day, even on the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that day is not today, because they'll use her as a way to recap war games. And I think at the end... In addition to the videos. In addition to the videos, yeah. And I think at the end, she's going to say, oh, well, Team Goodbye defeated uh, Team, what they call, Black and Gold. Yeah. I'll bet they. Uh, I'll bet they wish that they uh, boycotted war games like we're boycotting the Olympics. Good, oh, very good. good. If there wasn't a Lash Legend scheduled for the show tonight, <laughs> there's going to be for that exact reason. Right, that. right finally, our favourite game of the week: the Tony D'Angelo Predictor. We got a handful. I was glad to win on Sunday for my chain guy. Braun, it's going to kick your ass. Chain guy. <laughs> that steel is the finest Pittsburgh steel. <laughs> Cost me $800. Braun Breaker is going to defeat Smash the Champer at New Year's Evil. But what are you going to do in the meantime? Oh, yeah, get back to being a babyface because we teamed with three heels on Sunday. <laughs> Short-term program with Tony D'Angelo, who literally tried to lock him out of the fight and, let's be honest, embarrassed out of him at the pay-per-view. I only made it down to C in my wikipedia.org <laughs> list of mafia terms, and I was just like, I need to find something. I'm getting bored of Tony the Angel, though. Don't say it. And I made it down to C, and I saw Capo, or Capo, Captain War, War Games. Hey, Braun Breaker might have got the W, but I was a Capo, huh? Nice. So we both picked the same mini feed, yeah. Uh Well, uh, you may have missed this, but what was the other thing that Tony the Angel did in War Games? I already forgot about it. Well, he stole Pete Gunn's mouth guard. He did, yes. So he's going to come out there. He's going to pull it out of his trousers. And he's going to say, trousers. He's <laughs> 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 Lincoln. It smells of my cack. He's going to pull it out and he's going to put it in and say, uh-uh. Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm Piggy Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> All I do around here is bend fingers and shrug. I used to be NXT UK <laughs> champion, but then I got hit so hard with a crowbar, it made me forget about it! Follow me at M. Sidgwick. <laughs> at Michael Hanflick. At Adam Wilborn. At What Culture WWE for all of this. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, for Daily Wrestling Podcast. The Raw Review is available right now, and the NXT Review, which will not be as giddy as this was, is going <laughs> to be out tomorrow. But for now, this has been the NXT 2.0 oh! Review. My thanks to the Dudley Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Huh? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.